Welcome to Then There Were Two, a podcast and not a sexy game. This episode is episode three, Hobbies. This is episode three of Then There Was Two. And this one, if I remember rightly, is called Hobbies. Yes. Uh, my name's Eddie Carter. This is Mr. Andrew Eisen. Hello. And uh, we are coming to you from, I would say, the, the most coldest room in the, in the room. The coldest room in the room? Yes. The coldest room in the room. Okay. It's a, it's a room in a room. <laughs> the heating's not on. It's the back end. Well, it's the middle of May. It should be quite warm. But it's, it's not. It, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's we're on top of a hill in County Durham. And I find you're not worth the expense of switching on the central heating. Sorry. To, to be quite fair, you're not worth the expense of most things. Hey. But uh, <laughs> we also know that you invented the copper wire by arguing with yourself over a penny. Harsh. <laughs> Very harsh. <laughs> but fair. Wow. <laughs> not even that. I know, I know. Um, but uh, today's episode, it's called Hobbies, and we're just going to talk about... A few things that I like and see where it goes from there. Yes. It could go downhill. We'll definitely do that. Uh, if it was based on Monopoly, it could start end in a fight. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, let's just start with the top five first. Um, first, you've got to get the um, these things out of the way. Uh, thank you to Wahila for um, the use of Hoffman. Of, with That is of HX Pops, which is released on Cruel Nature Records and is still available. Uh, also, parental advisory warning. There will be swearing. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of Dodge. There you go. Uh, we're still not sponsored by anybody. I don't no. think anybody can sponsor this. <laughs> no, we have been supplied with beer and pizza, so that's also good. Yeah, and donuts. Don't forget donuts. Yep, sugar for the donuts. So, um, this week's top five is going to be top five hobbies. Yes. Now, are we going to do it like last time, or we like sort of bounce one off each other, or we're we just going to go through the list? Uh, either or, I'm, I'm not trusted with it. Whichever, whichever is easiest for you. Well, you see, the way my hobbies are, it's literally... Music, 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 music. No, it's a couple of words, if that. Well, the first one is music. Uh, reviewing or listening to music um, mm-hmm. I, I can't play it I have musical ability of a dead rat uh, in fact that's got more musical ability than me because it makes a squeaky noise if it's got one of those buttons in it um, I just so I, I, just, I was in the band it was awful um, it's just not, not but reviewing it listening to it I just I'm very passionate about it I've got the blogs that I write for mm-hmm. um, got the radio show that I do so that's all there Yep. Second one, hanging out with Helen. It's not so much a hobby, but something I really enjoy doing. Just that's time good because you are married with. Yes, and it's just nice, chilled. Yes, sometimes sometimes we fight, but then everyone does. But in, it's just the, the time that I spend with her. It's I always love it. Now, disclaimer: he's not going to make me fall into the trap of me saying, "Oh yes, hobby of spending time with Emma." No, uh, but now that you haven't said that. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Anyway. What my wife knows, my wife knows. Because <laughs> he has not too many hobbies of his own. Uh, watching wrestling. So, yeah. So, right. Yeah. 
explain this to me. What, what is the attraction of sweaty or oiled men in Lycra grabbing hold of each other in and don't don't pretending to fight? Yes, because wrestling itself, yeah, the sport of wrestling has uh, from the Greeks. Uh, yes, the in but, history, yes. but wrestling in the sense that most people watch it now. now sport entertainment. Yes, I understand that many people are not going to like this point of view. Suck it up, buttercup. I don't get the whole idea of oiled men in Lycra feeling each other on a, in a ring. Well, I don't get the whole idea of getting a ruler out and moving a lead figure two inches to the left, which is supposed to be a mile. We'll get to that. Yes. But the thing, what, what I like about it, sometimes it can be absolutely awful. I'm not going to ever say that. If, if you've got a match where things are being missed, you can hear them doing the calls. But when you, can, when you get wrapped up with it, there's been a few where it's had the story behind it. And they do, basically, it's like watching stuntmen pretending, that, that sort of thing. Right. Uh, and it's, it's sort of like switching off your imagination, getting involved, not so much in the, the drama storylines, you know. Mm. Uh, we're fighting over this woman. It's just when pe- two people like having, having a bit of beef and then they end up having a fight in a cage. So it's, it's kind of like a strange version of EastEnders where you yeah, you tits on cocaine and watching... Right, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, yes, it's... Got to moments where you shake your head every time Vince does something at the minute. I don't know what he's doing with WWE. It's sort of tanking it, but you've got other promotions coming on. You've got New Japan, which is basically Japan, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're tearing it up. Bring them on. Uh, the rest of the world's excited for the pay-per-view, which will be going on May the 25th, so it would have, got, it would have been out two months by now, of um, the new AEW, which has been uh, um, created by Cody Rhodes, uh, the Young Bucks, and the guy who owns Fulham, and he also owns uh, American Football Team, so it's, it's like a proper big possible promotion. Okay. Not a contender for WWE, but a different set. Right, okay, yeah. So it's, it's sort of like, it's just, it's, it's the idea of like, always seeing a fighter that one, but you know that's they're possibly going to get up and walk away yeah uh, I mean sometimes they don't sometimes they really hit each other and I've actually seen one where a guy's leg is still standing on the floor but his knee is pointing in the direction where it shouldn't do and then you've got the, then you've got the cameras rolling going saying, let's look at that again in slow motion that's and bad. you're like no I don't want to look at it like again in slow motion no 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 no, 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 no. It, it's, I think it's just one of those things. Okay. It, it's it's like some people like football and they show it on the TV and they get very excited yeah. about it. Rugby, um, but, uh, basketball, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, I think that's my argument. Football is football. Yeah. Now it has its own pantomime. Yeah. Because Christ, every performance on a football pitch is a bloody pantomime. Yeah, but I, I think this is why I like wrestling because I know it's a pantomime where right. football's okay. not meant to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be serious. It's supposed to be serious whereas I... This one, yeah, you you do know it's not really real. Um, yeah. they're, they're playing a role. They're playing either the heel or the face or the tweener, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Vince uh, it might might be a real douche, but he's not the douche that he plays on. on right. Okay, no, that's the thing. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not trying to convince you to do it. I would never try to do that because there's no point. I went through the early 90s at Comprehensive. I yeah. did, every kid was into wrestling apart from me. And, and you were busy just with your ruler, and you're like, figures going, please play with me, sir. I, I please play with me. No, I wasn't. <laughs> um, I was playing video games and rugby. Play, <laughs> play with all shape balls. Uh, interesting enough, so was German. So, I mean, yeah, I, I liked awesome, rugby at school. Yeah. It's buggered my knees, but I enjoyed yeah. rugby at school. I thought that was the, um, the uh, oysters and port. 
No, that's <laughs> that's what happens now. Yeah, it's, that's that's so totally different. Okay. Um. So uh, another one of mine next ice hockey. Oh. So, okay. So so I've gone for a real sport. Not one. It's not one I like to play. It's like one I like to watch. Yeah. Uh, I I if, if you ever see me in real life. I have uh, Every a rotund fucking day. Uh, I have a rotund shape. Um, cuddly, cuddly is the term, gentlemen. Man boobs are real, and my friends. Uh, they're not. They're just really relaxed pecs. Yeah. I put them together. I can make. I can make a good one. Um, and but ice hockey. Never gonna see that again. I was took um, about seven or eight years ago now. To see Whitley Warriors. Mm-hmm. This is when uh, Newcastle Vipers were a thing. It was the second. Whitley Warriors are like so far down the leagues, it's unbelievable. Right. And they were fighting the second team, which is and is basically Newcastle University's right. team. Okay. In the first five minutes, someone's head was hit off the ice. Wow. And I was like, Start as you mean, go on. I was like, Yeah, I like this. Um, the, the, with the big ice ring, it's. it's it's a lovely venue, but it's it needs modernisation. is is a fair thing to say. Uh, it doesn't have the money to, but it needs it. Yeah, it's a bit like the one the ice rink at Durham. The, God, which was there? God bless it, it's gone now. Yes, it's now a car park, I believe. Yeah, and um, it's, it's. I mean, it, it's just watching twenty minutes. People skating around, sort of to get kids on to do try to hit the puck into the goal at half in between the thirds to have a raffle. Uh, pint of beer was like one eighty or something. It might go to two fifty now. Uh, it's it's basically it's what it's and, a, and everything was a nice sepia tone back yeah, in the old days. <laughs> no, that's that's now. Um, it's one of those. I just like the, like the, the, the it's a, it's quite fast paced game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a puck miss my head by about inches, <laughs> and I've got the puck in the house because if it leaves if it leaves the um, the ice ring, it's yours. As long as, you, <coughs> as long as you don't catch it in the face, uh, friend style. Well, uh, leave it out. It's yours. Um, it's a, it's 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 a how say beautiful game. It can be violent. Sometimes it can be like handbags at dawn. I saw one game where it was ten nil by the middle of the second third, because the other team that was on was made up of the police departments from Sheffield. Right. They came up. And they could only bring eight players. Uh, Whitley Bay at that point on their bench had 20 that's because you change them all the time because yeah. if you're on the cold all that time you, you see he's up yeah. and it was like oh please just let them score a goal it's, it, it was just like you, you know you, you want your team to win but it's like this is just embarrassing yeah no, <laughs> I, I don't think so yes yeah, so I've seen that in other sports and just and those. let them score one for posterity yeah and my last bit Lego mm-hmm uh, not the so much buying the big sets, just like the, the little figures and look, looking at it, reading, reading up about it, trying to think how I would make a set. Yeah. Not that not 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 doing that. It's just sort of think what's in intricacies. Yes. Because there's sites where you can actually put submissions. Yes. And I like that. I like looking at the idea of it, um, because now it, from years ago it was just a kid's toy or one for nerds, which it still is in my head. Um, it's got through a renaissance. Yeah, it's it, that's a different. That's a whole different argument of when does mainstream take over a hobby? Yeah. Uh, the, the, I mean, the Lego thing at the minute. It's got documentaries on Channel Four. It, yes, you got the games, you got the movies, you got every. It's like it. It was good. It wasn't going through a decline, but the fact that it could take up two massive booth spaces in Phoenix. 
I think which the, the thing I'm looking. I mean, I like Lego. Yeah. Um, you you've got that big rocket. I have the Apollo Eleven Saturn Five in my living room. Um, but I think the problem I have with Lego is it's bloody expensive. Oh, stupidly. I mean, we walked past um, near where we live. There's the the shopping center called Meta Center. Um, there's a Lego shop in there. Other overpriced um, venues of uh, expenditure are available. Hey, Barry. <laughs> Barry. Um, and the, I, can't, I think it was it was an Avengers Lego set. Yeah. And it was something like a dozen figures and a bit of a framework, a tiny little bit of framework. And it was £60. And yeah. I'm looking at it going, I paid 110 for the, the Apollo 11 rocket. Yeah. And I can justify that because it's three foot tall and it's a feature in the living room. 60 quid for something that's less than the size of a dinner mat. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Is extra. Then you look at something like the, the Ghostbusters Firehouse. It's £290 the last time I saw it. Hell's bells, people. There's a lot of bricks and I get bricks. Yeah. You know, it's like the uh, Triscallion. Um, the Triscallion, yeah. yeah. That's about the similar sort of price. And you just think, Come on, people. That's yeah. it's it's not a children's toy. No. Not when you get to the hundreds of pounds stage. No, I mean the biggest bit I've got is we've got a model of the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helen got it second hand for us. And that's not, that's because to buy the original, and it's only about the same size as the mic we're using. So about a foot tall. About a foot tall. Uh, was about um, thirty odd quid. And that was about four years ago. Was that? Mm-hmm. And now it's out of price. You can buy a different version, but it doesn't look as good. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's second-hand ones. That, the second-hand market's even worse. Yeah. Um, and it just goes... Da, ba, 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 second-hand ba. markets in any kind of hobby tend to be... Stupid. Extortionate. Uh, but I loved it, and she got it for Christmas. I mean, it, it came in a little food bag. Because <laughs> oh. the person obviously lost the original bag, but that's not why I, got, why I wanted it. I wanted it to be built and put up. Yes. Uh, and... I mean, if I buy Lego, it's either buy little figures, you know, mm-hmm. mystery bags. Yeah. One time I did, for the Batman set, I got three Jim Gordons in the same purchase. <laughs> well, to <laughs> not, not different ones, all the same one. So well, I could to, do see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. To, to be fair, losing one Jim Gordon is, is, is an accident. Losing two is careless. Losing yeah. three, well, come on. <laughs> it, um, Looking at you, Gotham. I know. But, I, uh, I mean, recently, the only other thing I bought... You know how they have the ones for the films and all those sort of things? Yes, the they time ones. The Lego Movie 2, which has just came out, mm-hmm. that had a set where it was all the spacemen. Yeah. Four spacemen. Yep. A little ship, a tiny robot in a car. And I think it was, it was um, I don't know how, but it, it was in Asda or Tesco. It was one of those shops. Other overpriced national <laughs> supermarkets are available. Yeah. Hi, Barry again. Barry's Bargain Store concert. Yeah, there but, wasn't another one there. Yeah, the, the, but this the, this set was only I think it was just around the ten twelve pound mark. So you're looking at what two fifty a figure? Well, it's two fifty a figure anyway in the mystery bag. It's three pound a fi- in mystery bag now. And that's and that's Whoa. that's not even W H Smith's price. Right. Um, but you got you got five figures in the set. So you got Benny, and mm-hmm. you got other spacemen of different colours. Mm-hmm. And you got and you got the robots. That's the fifth figure. Yep. And the other bits. I mean, the, the amount of bricks was stupid. Um, over Christmas, the uh, Advent calendar set, the Star Wars Advent yes, calendar set. Yes, which I saw and I was quite interested in getting and I decided not to. Uh, I got it bought for me. 
Lucky you. Now, I love the, the fact that the set was bought. Uh-huh. But part of us still thinks in the head, just think, it, it is expensive for the for what it is, that sort of thing. It's a lovely... I, out, out of all of it, after my house move, during my house move, mm. I got rid of a few bits. Yeah. Because I, I didn't keep the box, obviously, because that's just stupid. That, I mean, that's just like, well, if you keep the box, you're supposed to, it's like the collector thing, you keep it as a whole and never open it. Yeah, so you're not going to put it together. Yeah. Whereas well, in my head, it's just like, oh, open, open the plastic. And the other thing with the set was, I took the photo because I was full, I was doing it on Instagram mm-hmm. as I was doing them. On the very last shot where you got the last one was uh, on the twenty fifth was a space was a space snowman. Yeah, I put together all the loose bits that from the packs because you got more. Yeah, because because they do it by machine and sometimes you get more. And I put it all together, called an old run. Um, now, for me, it was like right. You can't really do much with this. So you've got an ever growing pile of Lego. And in every set I've bought recently, you have about four or five bits yes. which are surplus to supply. That never used to happen when I was a kid. No. And you got bigger sets as well. I mean, yes, it was stupidly expensive. Like, um, I think my dad got us a train set one time. Mm-hmm. I hate to think how much I spent, even in 80s money. Yeah. But it was like, in my head, because it came with a big engine in it, it was like big motorized thing. When, it, when you turned it on, it smelt. Mm. Like uh, Scalelectrics did at the time, you know, that sort of burnt iron. Yes. And it's just, the price of it, it's, it's always been a bit pricey, but it's always been fun to have, but it seems to, sometimes you get less out than more. Yeah. And that's just a bit of a thing. Yeah, I mean, that kind of, quite neatly leads on to, to my hobbies. Your hobbies. So, the little lead figures and the rules. Right, so. <laughs> Do you I, want to get that out of the way? Yeah. I'm a guy interested in military history. Yes. I do belong to a wargaming group. Called Twats. Called the Tantobi Warfare and Tactical Society. Twats. Yeah. Um, Which we couldn't say live on air when we were. No, we couldn't. Um, we, we can't if, we get, if I get back on air. <laughs> Never. Now, it's an informal group. There's, um, we, we often joke that the first thing the committee did was vote to disband the committee. <laughs> because it's just a bunch of people getting together every now and again playing a war game of whatever period whatever style of figures um, and just enjoying conversation and the company and the game as part of the fun yeah um, we're not de- uh, dedicated hardcore dice rollers yeah I do know some people who they play a game once twice a week every week and it's all about the dice rolling if you want to roll dice play Monopoly it's, I love di- I love the way dices look but it's just that whole, there's got to be thinking behind it. Now, to me, yeah. the thinking is the history behind the game. The game, for me, a lot of the time is secondary. Yeah. So I don't have a huge figure collection. I'm not big into the painting and collecting of figures. Um, He's lying. No, no, <laughs> that's the thing. I, I'm not because it's I know, time. I know. I'm just I'm doing this for Reagan's. <laughs> I know, I know. But you mentioned—I mean, you mentioned cost of things. Now, yeah. the popular scale or popular size of figure in yeah. wargaming historical is twenty-five mil inch figure. Inch figure. Right. Um, that tends to be something along the lines um, the Games Workshop use yeah. for their sci-fi and fantasy stuff. Yeah. Now, most people think wargaming. People think Games Workshop. Forget it. Games Workshop is it's, fantasy, it's sci-fi. A totally different thing. It's tabletop gaming. Yeah. But, it's, but it's not wargaming. Yeah. 
I mean, it might have all campaigns, but the, the base dollars to everything where it says you, your type of thing, if, if I'm reading this right, as I keep this thinking, is more like, right, here was a battle that happened sometime in the past and we're trying to get near it. Recreate it as best we can, um, but using the rule sets that are available. If the rule sets aren't... Adopting one. ...aren't really good for that, yeah. then we change the rules. Do you have it that the results of the wars... If it plays out differently, you, yeah. you try and figure out, well, why is it played out differently? Yeah. Has So the butterfly effect. Yeah. Has the cavalry done better than the have? Yeah. Then that's down to dice rolls. Now, sometimes you can't did, avoid dice rolls or card decisions. Yeah. Did, the, did the Hulk win? <laughs> no. But that gets me out of the idea, as a hobby, if I were into the figure collecting side, figure uh, painting, they're getting more expensive as well. Yes. Now, one of the bigger companies that I'm very familiar with, because I'm friends with guy who runs the UK version, um, All Glory UK, other yeah. manufacturers are available. They do 25mm or 28mm All Glory range. Yeah. At the current price in May 2019, a pack of 30 figures will cost you £30. Yeah. £1 per figure. That's not stupid. You look at some of the smaller manufacturers... Yeah. The figure prices goes to two fifty three pound a figure, and some are close to five pounds a figure. Is that covering costs? That's what they sell them at retail for. Yeah. That and this is what also will go to sell at retail. Yeah. So there is yeah. A, it, like most hobbies, it depends on what you want to spend and what you like the look of. If you like certain figures, you're gonna sometimes pay the. You're gonna pay more. Yeah. If it, you want good quality figures, that. Um, do you know, don't break the bank, break the bank, and they are good quality because I've seen them. Yeah, use them. All glory is good. You've got the likes of Empress. If you want plastics, you've got Perry's Foundry. Yeah, it it all depends on the period as well. Yeah, but it's all about just because something is expensive is expensive doesn't you say that it's good? Yeah. <laughs> um, it also depends how much you want to put on the tail because this hobby is also one that's kind of, and my mate Andy has put several blog posts on his blog about it. Yeah. It is kind of moving towards a two-foot by two-foot skirmish game thing. Right. So basically, a third of this table, that was a quarter a, of this table... Which was which is covered in books, bottles, and uh, a donut. A donut. Yeah. Um, that's your playing area. Right. Now, when we play in the local pub... That's also the benefit of... <laughs> this is the reason for the hobby, isn't it? It's like being ice hockey. Yeah. Well, there's, there's beer and beef sandwiches. Um, the, the, the average table size we use is about 10 by... No, it's about 15 by 8. Yeah. I've not been in that pub. Yeah. So, yeah. wargaming is what you make of it. For me, it's history first, then the game. Yeah. Other people have a game first, then the history. Some people... Where is the gaming in my wargaming? Right. That's up to them. Yeah. Um, I have talked with many people over the last 25 years at various shows and gatherings, and you have all sorts of different points of view. People want different things from, from the same hobby. Yeah. It's a broad church. Yeah. It's, it's a bit like any hobby, if you think of it that way. Yeah. Having been shouted down that I'm wrong because I'm making it too intellectual because I dared to read more than one book, which wasn't the rule book, you kind of say, well, that's fine. That's where you want to do it, but I'm no longer going to engage in a conversation with you because I think you're a fucking prat. <laughs> you were going to say something else there. I'm glad you did. I actually, yeah. <laughs> that's what I actually called him at the time. Oh, you absolute idiot. 
I'm talking about you. <laughs> no. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying for that word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but th- th- you deserve being called names because at the end of the day, the gentleman did not want to understand that there was more. There's, you could have different points of view about the same thing. Uh, that, so that's one hobby. Yes. Um, other hobbies include video games. Surprisingly. Which uh, we went into great detail, but at least for top five games. Yes, top five games. So, um, here's a, a sweet wall on it. Uh, the different sort of platforms and what they offer. Mm-hmm. And the fact that some platforms, it's now getting to the point, but it was always at the point, I think, like price-wise. But having more than one, I mean, not just because of family or, or times or yeah. um, how much time you can commit to it, but exclusivity of games. Yes. Because when I was a kid, when you bought one game, it could be on, it was on all. Some games you could buy, in, yeah. depending on which side of the cassette you used, you either had the Amstrad version or the Spectrum version. Exactly. That sort of thing. Whereas size now, you buy a disc, it has to be for that console. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Xbox did that a lot when it comes to like your Halos. Was it Gears of War? Gears of War. Yeah. Um, and, uh, PlayStation, uh, until recently, it was Kingdom Hearts. And when Get Grand Theft started, that was... There was timed exclusives and there was also... Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things, I mean, I personally think exclusivity in gaming is bad. Yeah. For the simple fact that if you happen to not own the, the correct device, you, you miss out on it. Or if you want to play in it, you're going to have to yeah. invest in another piece of hardware. At the same time, the the console manufacturers... They were in a sort of battle with each other. They, I would say they were, but kind of that's, that's, that's changed. I mean, in the past, in the 90s, you had Sega versus Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but that was more friendly, wasn't it? Or, did it, or not, was it not? Or was it like more like a ninja? There, there was always... Oh, there's a cat. There's a cat. Um, sorry, that's my cat, Socks, who's currently eating some cracker grass. Um, so <laughs> yeah. you had... I mean, some of the advertising in the 90s was very, very bitchy. Yeah. Um, Commodore, when they launched the CD32... Yes. ...put an advert outside of Sega's headquarters in London going, to be this good, we'll take Sega ages. Um, and then Sega did think Sega does what Nintendo don't. So there was kind of that, you know, riffing on... Yeah. ...a rivalry. I think... Where it goes wrong is when you get people who invest time in a particular format. Yeah. And they become... It's that fandom thing. It, it, they become the... Yeah. Everything else is wrong and I'm right. Now, I went... I finished college. Uni, I was I was working and I bought a Dreamcast. Yeah. The guy I worked with who really detested the Dreamcast. The games were shit. Have you played any? No, it's just shit. I think, I mean, I didn't own, I bought my friends on Dreamcast. I remember playing, um, oh, Soul, is it Soul, no, not Soul, Re- uh, Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. I think it was number two. It was before the start of bringing out the special appearances of various characters from other franchises. Mm-hmm. And it was just a arcade slasher thing that you had to go to get to the decks where you played each character to unlock different things. Yeah. And I, it was just very enjoyable slasher game, but the graphics were, I really enjoyed, I thought it was quite, yeah, it just it sort of didn't. I think at that point, the, the PlayStation was starting to come in the GameCubes. Even the GameCubes was like kicking its ass for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I think I, th- 
I understand why people want to identify with a platform or with a particular point of view. Yeah. And that's not just in video, it's in, it's in all, everything in life. Yeah. But it's, it's a bit like with exclusivity side, it's, it's kind of, it, it's, it's sad that you, you miss out on stuff because of a behavior that either you're taught, led to believe, yeah. or actually just have that opinion anyway. Yeah. Open up to be a bit more open to, I mean, like I say, I've got an Xbox One, a PS4, and a Switch. Yeah. Now, the Xbox One and the Switch I bought myself. The PS4 was a gift off Emma. Yeah. Um, and all three get played, and there are games on all three that I, I enjoy. But it's that whole if the games aren't there, yeah. I'm not going to buy the hardware. Yeah. And this is where I see, I mean, personally, from a future point of looking to the future, I'm finding it more and more difficult to justify the level of gaming I do. Yeah. Because I can't, a lot where the industry is going, the likes of your FIFAs and your Call of Duty multiplayers and oh. your online shooters. And I'm not an online player. I don't do online. No. I don't do microtransactions. I don't do... Downloadable thing. Bollocks to that. Give me a game in a box that I can sit over a telly with yeah. and let me play I'll, I'll usually with something like that I wait for what's called the game of the year editions mm-hmm. where it's all there yes the whole lot the whole lot that's fine because I'm quite I mean you know yourself even with games I want I'm very prepared, prepared to wait till at least 20 yeah and that's that's fine I can't justify now spending 60 quid on a, a new release title yeah no stuff that um, Kingdom Hearts 3 came out I really wanted it I'm still nowhere near paying for it. I can. I think there's two games I'm waiting for this year. Three, sorry, there's three that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, Sinking City. Yeah. Cuphead for its physical release on the Switch, and uh, Shenmue Three. All right. Now, I know there's a Call of Duty coming, but if it's anything like the multiplayer only from last year, forget about it. I play for single player, and I'm, I know I'm in a minority for this one. Yeah. I'm fine with that. That's just me. Yeah. But after that, maybe some small indie stuff on mm-hmm. PC. But it's just nothing. Nothing's like exciting. No, and I know there's a new generation coming. Yeah, God, everyone knows because they're, they're so no one quiet. Once people, okay, I mean, uh, games companies go quiet. Yeah, they're cooking. Um, and as I said in a previous episode, I will probably end up getting the successor Xbox. Yeah, mainly because. I now have a games library that goes back to Xbox, the original Xbox. And you can play it on there. Which go all the way through. And I can play it on current hardware. Yeah. I mean, I'll, hope, prob- I'll probably stay with PlayStation. Not because of that way. I just, the Xbox system, it isn't for me. Fair enough. That's... Um, but I understand why it's so popular. Because, and, I, and I do wish PlayStation had the backwards com- compatibility because there was games on my PS1 that I loved. Mm-hmm. That just couldn't be done this way. Hello, socks. What um, socks has said came to the podcast. Now, what what game do you like, socks? Oh, you like to sniff the microphone. Um, <laughs> I also like sitting on. Um, oh, I, I don't put that. Uh, you don't eat that. No, that's not for you. Bad socks. Um, she also might try and stand on the keyboard as well. Yeah. If if you want to have the beer, you can have the beer. Um, but what the thing back to the back to back to the platforms? I would still probably might even be quite happy to stay with the PS4. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's the expense of buying the the, the 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 hardware now. Yes, I mean. So if if PS Five has doubt backwards compatibility, which they reckon it will, according to yeah, and if it had uh, still Blu-ray DVD thing, I had and it went back to playing CDs. Because I don't know why that stopped. Well, you can't play your music through it. I. Well. Yeah. Well, I do, but that that's another argument. Um, then yeah. But if it's if it goes to like the seven hundred pound mark for the hardware or whatever, no, I, I mean the the rumor traditionally it's always been about the five hundred pound mark is there's the is the launch. From, so I mean, the Xbox One X launched for four fifty. It's four fifty. No, no, three D, three fifty. But I mean, and historically, when you've got platforms like the three D O, which launched at six nine nine, I believe. Yeah. Um, the original PS three was. Five hundred pounds, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't wasn't ready. No, and that um, was tacked up. You 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 launched to the original Xbox One with Connect bundled. Yeah, again, stupidly overpriced because they put this bloody camera thing in. Yeah, no one's going to use it. No, all those games. It was like the what do you call it? Three um, D movies and three D TVs. Yes, that brief fad. Yeah, it's a, it's it was just like it's a fad thing, and it's going to go away. It's like the the um, VR. I don't know, I think they're pushing that. They keep pushing it and it's like, it's getting better. They it's, now have good wireless headsets. It's still a lot. Hit. But it's the cost of entry. Yeah, and that's the thing. Until that becomes a reasonable price, you're not going to have it. The, minute, the, the gaming industry is not a reasonable price industry. No. Especially when it comes to when it's brand new. Yeah. No, it's... It, like, and also, if they go down the route of you can't buy the discs, that's going to be an issue too. Well... Because that's to get rid of the second-hand market. Well, I mean... On the one hand, I do agree with you that the second-hand market isn't a lot of pressure. Yeah. However, when you have the likes of, in the UK, Game CEX... Uh, that, the, we, lo- we lost uh, Granger Games. Yeah, yeah. So you've got those two that sell second-hand or pre-owned. Yeah. Now, some of the prices that they charge, for even recent titles... Are ridiculous. Um, I looked at... I can't remember the title. But I think it was one of the... It might have been Resident Evil 2. Yeah. But I looked at it and I went into CEX and thought, oh, it's, it's uh, not paying that much. That's a bit too expensive. Um, and then I looked in game and they wanted a couple of quid more. And then it was only a couple of pounds cheaper than the new. And that week Argos had a sale on it was 15 pounds cheaper than that price. So I thought, so it's that whole, yeah. you know, the, yes, there's a second hand market. And I do like the idea of a second hand market. Does the industry want to get rid of it? I don't believe the console manufacturers do. Developers. One point, but the publishers. Yeah. The likes of Activision and EA. Yeah. And Ubisoft. They do. Um, the whole cock when Microsoft launched the Xbox One. <laughs> the yeah. all online, continuous online activation thing. That was a publisher thing. Now, I've read reports where Sony had a similar plan, but they their press conference was after yeah. They saw the reaction and went, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Whether that's true or not, I don't entirely know. But yeah. I have read a couple of reports about that. Um, so there's that. Um, but then you've also got games as a service. Look at Xbox Games Pass. For $7.99 a month, Yeah, you can download at the minute just over 200 games and play it to your heart's content. As long as you've got the memory space. Yeah. But when these games will eventually come off the pass... Uh-huh. You can buy them at a 20% discount when they come off. Um, 
fair enough. But all new Microsoft published titles, like of Crackdown 3, Sea of Thieves, Forza Horizon 4, yeah. are launched day one on the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. So if you can get a special um, discount, say a trial for a pound for a month, yeah. you can play a brand new release that will cost you 55, 60 pounds in a shop, and it'll cost you a pound for a month. Yeah. And it'll cost you 7 99 a month, and then you might have to buy it later on if you want to keep playing it. That kind of thing, I do like. I, I think that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. And it's that whole Netflix-style subscription. I think this is where I... Um, the subscription stuff. I mean, even with Netflix, I worry about it. Because mm-hmm. it's the how many... This is this is like this total side point, but how many times have these sort of places lost being hacked? Day, I think. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. but that's general thing is in reality. I, I, they also lose awesome. content. Yeah. A good example is the Expanse TV show. Yeah. Sci- CV or sci-fi in America. CV. Netflix, the rest of the world. Yes. Pretty much. Sci-fi cancels it. Netflix don't pick it up. Netflix don't pick it up. Amazon pick it up for season four. So what the production company sells goes right, well, Amazon, you're now it. Yeah. So it gets pulled off Netflix, seasons one and two. Yeah. Season three doesn't get released. And it was only earlier this year that the whole lot appeared on Amazon. So it's that whole, you watch it, but then... It's like Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Season four of Lucifer has just appeared on Netflix. Yeah. One in three aren't there yet. There will be soon, I'm guessing. But that was originally Amazon. Yeah, because it got cancelled on Amazon, didn't it? Yes. So it, it's that whole, yeah, it's that buying versus... But yeah, but subscribe. And, that, and that's and that's why I don't sort of um, dig when people say, "Oh, the oh, I don't want Spotify, I don't want to clutter." It's like, yes, but you net. But if that goes, give me the CD, give me the game, yeah, the box. Of, yeah, there, yeah, there is something to have the physical. Yeah, because eventually, because software wise, you are given the license to, to to watch something, the license to listen to something, yeah. to play it, but you don't actually own. Yeah, that's, the hardware. That's the thing. No, I, the, yeah. For me, I always have a basic collection of DVDs uh, or videos, as it was, and music. <laughs> and if I if I lost the rest, I've got that. Yeah. Anyway, so that's gaming. That's gaming. That's gaming. <laughs> that's gaming and, um, and other points. As an aside, I'm also into heavily retro gaming. Yeah. Um, also understanding that that's getting very expensive. Stupidly expensive. But I do like retro gaming, um, and it's a simpler. Don't look at that. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 I know it just, it, it feels, it, it, t- it takes me back. Yeah. It's a nostalgia thing, but yeah. Um, other things I have hobbies. Yeah. And this will maybe divide people's opinions is shooting. Now, before high horses are climbed upon, Rancer compared and flaming torches and pitchforks are picked up. Because we've already done this. <laughs> um, we are in Tantobi after all this is air rifle air pistol shooting indoors on a range um, some people out there will not think about the difference it's not hunting it's not killing anything some people don't get that dif- that difference and just say all guns are bad that's their opinion um, what I will say is uh, both my wife and I enjoy target shooting mm-hmm it's good fun. It's a good laugh. It's relaxing. You've got to be safe with it. Um, you've got to be careful what you do. But that's no more than, say, if, if you're trying to cut something with a Stanley knife. Yes. You know, be careful. Otherwise, that fingertip will roll across the floor. <laughs> um, and it's 
it's done at a local gun range, local air rifle range. Um, it's not firearms. It's um, it's just plinking with a pistol. All right, yeah. It's like a yeah. As you know, because you have done it. Yourself. I have done. I've done it twice with you. Um, both times hungover. Uh, this is not a case of that this is how you should do it. It's just no. one of the times was after a stag do, and the other time I said, oh, we'll only have a light drink and to turn into... Concert. Concert. Um, but both times, uh, my, rate, my shoot was actually quite good, I think. Mm-hmm. Considering I've got... I wear glasses. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wear glasses too, but I've got one eye which is worse than the other. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it, and it is, it's just, it's fun. It, I mean, I'm not saying it's fun as oh, I like to shoot. I mean, I wouldn't like to shoot a machine gun. I wouldn't like to shoot a real gun. Uh, I wouldn't like to aim this this at somebody. No. It's just a bit of right. paper, and I want to see if I can get. I want to see if I can get near. The it's middle. a game of skill. It's yeah. effectively like darts, but with compressed air and yeah, a pellet. Pellets are just. I mean, if it hit you, it would hurt. Oh a yeah, a lot. Um, but it's not designed. It's. I see. It's. It, I mean, I can see the argument where someone is. You see, as always says, right? Where do you stop? Uh, the, when does the piece of paper become a rabbit? Um, In my head, it's like, well, never, because it's still a piece of paper. At the back bottom of the image. Yeah, yeah but, but you know what I mean. Is that, that's, yeah, that's people take this view. They want to expand on what you're actually doing. Yeah. Rather than you actually doing it. Yeah. Um. At the end of the day. It's, I mean, for me, I'd just like it in the environment that I've been, that I've been Yeah, which is a, a well-managed, safe range. Yeah. Great staff, good facilities. Um, I'm Cold. Not, <laughs> I'm not going to mention the name. Um, you'll you'll find it on my blog at the posts at some point in the future. Yeah. Because um, it's not about advertising. But it's um, it's done in the right way. Now, if that... It's, it's some of the things of... Um, at the end of next month, my wife and I are going clear pigeon shooting. Uh-huh. Now, this is something that it's an experience. It's like a couple of hours. Yeah. Give it a go. At no point does M or do I want to have shotguns in the house. But it, there's hassle with firearms and shotgun certificates and police. It, and it, it, it's, it's one of those things of do you have something if you get scared? It's 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 it's, yeah, it's more it, the case of it's not something we want in the house. Oh yeah, safely secured air guns, fine. But the, you know, there's that difference yeah. in my mind. In my that's just me. So there's that. Uh, it's, it's like uh, Helen loves archery. Mm-hmm. Done a few times. Really good at it. I, I mean, I played a recording of us at the range just so she could hear the sound because she's got um, sound sensitivity. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I could do that because in her mind, it's another form of archery." Now people would say, "But archery's bad." She, she's been archery's good fun it's difficult yeah she's been somewhere where there was kids doing it yeah so last time I was at the range there was a family of four yeah mother, father two children and all four were on the range yeah and there was one of the range guys was there keeping an eye on all four of them making sure that everyone was enjoying themselves or had no difficulties they were doing you know what they wanted to do and that was great um so yeah it's again it's a hobby it's a bit of a collector's thing as well um, it's a bit of a laugh yeah and that's what a hobby should be yeah uh, other hobbies um, one, two more two more hobbies yeah I mean we've got uh, let's have a look at how much time we've got uh, we've got about 15 minutes if we, if we want to go to death so interesting sci-fi in general yeah mostly books and films more films and books surprisingly 
Um, yeah. Mostly because of space. Which leads me on to my last one. Um, which is military history. Now, you've seen my library upstairs. Yes. <laughs> it originally started off as one half bookcase. It's now two half bookcases, a full-length bookcase, and about three piles. I would like to say there's a scene in Father Ted. It doesn't quite resemble that, but it's close. It's, it's getting close. It, I mean, it doesn't have as much paraphernalia or burning altars. No. But I, but I, I will have to say it, it is across the board. Uh, I mean, yes, not something I'm that in-depth with, but you, you have varied... Yes. Look at stuff. So it's not just, oh, it's all the Allies, or, oh, it's all the Germans, or, oh, it's the Napoleon campaign. Yeah, there's, there's various Americans of histories and periods. And yeah. It's just a general interest. Um, yeah. So where did that come from? What, what, what started you just, like, my, um, looking into it? My grandfather. Right. My grandfather, my dad's dad, um, who he had... I think my grandma still got one, two, eight bookcases yeah. in the house. Yeah. Full of books. With various, Are again, you, various things. And that's, do, do, you, do you nick them? No, I've been offered them. Um, some of them. And it's because I haven't got space for them. Yeah. Is that um, because you would be living in, alone with books? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> it would be like, yeah, get out now. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's the history. I always believe reading is good for knowledge getting knowledge anyway um, I'm a big fan of reading yeah you've been on the bus that I get to to and from work oh. you know exactly how much reading you can get done on that Patriotry. Um so there's that it's um, and it's it just it's good to learn about stuff it ties in with the war game yeah if, you, if you're knowledgeable about a subject even if you're reading one book yeah you gain some more knowledge that's a good thing right um, and that also helps with stuff like um like the interest in retro technology, yeah. 80s and 90s, noughties, yeah. PDAs and little computers. On my blog, there's a few posts about that. Um, a few? <laughs> okay. Um, there's uh, creative writing stuff. There's the blog that I do. There's the retro view gamer.co.uk stuff I do. It all kind of ties in yeah. together. So there's so that that's pretty much hobbies-wise. Yeah. I, for, for me, when it comes to that, also, I mean, that, that the, would go back to the music hobby. That's where my stuff would be at the Jamming Music and all the time I was listening to my own world sound, the radio shows that I do, <laughs> all comes from that. I, I mean, well, that's, that, that, that's how I support that hobby in that way. And see how we work plugs for all of them in there? We got them all in at once because I thought I had to. Yeah, uh, well, you know. But it's if it wasn't for me doing those sort of things, I wouldn't have had some of the, what, what I call hobby highlights. Um mm-hmm. I'm going to mention them. Meeting Frank Turner was something brilliant. Oh, do you want some kitchen towel? I'll, 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 I'll literally leave the room for five minutes whilst you swoon. Uh, no, but it was, I mean, yeah, he was just such a lovely guy to interview. Uh, but I also got to interview New Model Army. Uh, because of my hobby, I ended up with going to some gigs for free. Yeah. Like, uh, um, I got to see the Orb. I got to see the Wild Hearts recently for that. Uh, um, and, at the time of recording yeah. I'm going to be going to the This Is Tomorrow yeah. uh, which is a festival happening in Newcastle I mean not the headline bands I'm not too bothered about the Fowls and Gallagher maybe the Stereophonics just so I can say I've seen them Yeah, I, I like that you see I've always thought the music's a bit uh, but I've heard they do a good live show Yeah, so I want to sort of go right do they 
but the the earlier bands, the local bands, mm-hmm. that looks really good. It's a really solid lineup of uh, up and comers in the northeast. Yeah, and that's another thing I like with the show. I like to put, I like to push bands. I don't even push them out the door, but you know, like if a band comes up to us and right, we want you to do stuff. I will say I've got if the stuff's not good, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I'll give constructive feedback. Yeah. Uh, but it won't be like, oh, you're just, you're, you're shit. It's like, well, if you could, this didn't quite work for us, but this did. Yeah. So maybe in the future, focus on that. I mean, recently, um, I've just done an interview and review the latest uh, single by 1080 Trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peace 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 Yes, it's we're not just talking with us, we're There's a microphone oh, here, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot. So, get a bit of exposure. And Jews, I mean, I think that comes out. I don't think it'll be that, but in the house, they've given me a little link to their next album. Cracking. I mean, that's because I haven't got it, but I can listen to this. Yes, I'm starting to get the review ready because I'm going to be writing about my the gentleman jacket. And that will be out yeah. the time that we release, yes. Because the not give us exclusive, it's not the same as the thing. I don't care about that sort of stuff. I just want to play it on the show. That's the way I was about it. I've had a band that's bad at me still. It's just, I was a blue. The band's in front of my head. I was like, okay. I mean, I was going to say, I did get off very quiet parts of the band's living colour. Yeah, because I was not between shows as long as it'll happen in my life, no, I, I couldn't do it. I just, I just, I just can't commit to this bit at this time. But if it wasn't for those songs, long, well, me starting to because I was bored one day, and then people were saying, "Can you stop using your Facebook and post it as a news?" It's a news lot. That's where that's where it all starts. So we just do review review albums, just just a little paragraph. Yeah, yeah, this one, this one, this one. And people could take it as a little bit Why not? And And also, there's one last time I was asking, I've got to say, I've been doing all the bike sessions, I've been doing the time for the building radio range, it's now lower than the And the dad, yes, I did it for the first time. Because Helen was playing it on the last show that was out. But that's, that's not exactly a fan of the music I was a that, That's that's generation. Any I'm not a fan of some of the music you like. Yes, but you know something by show. Yes. That's what it's called. Yes, I've got my mind on it. Yes, yes. Uh, anyway, anyway. Um, um, but but uh he but because how I was playing this thing, always making me ask him that's it, what? Because he's one of the people who can call me that. Because you know, it doesn't matter if it's not or something else, it's not even like that. That's the style of the time. And he was very impressed by how I was doing the style of the time. And when I came on, he was giving us a few sentences. He said, That's really good. So, are you getting paid? And I was like, Yeah, yeah. This is a really popular thing. And I was like, I don't get paid. He's like, He's giving me services. I was like, Yeah, I get music. I get some music. I was like, Oh, that's how I was working. So it's, I think it's the reward and recognition thing in his, his, his yes, generation. But it was like, it was the feedback thing. He thought of what I did. I saw the professional from Jordan. Yeah. And he said, yeah. the, 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 the shows and the shows are points. Well, eventually, like I said, it will be right in that distance, I suppose. They'll understand this time. Yeah, because it's not a thick, heavy joy. No. no. Um, um, I mean, I remember the third time I've been on emotional attention, please. Yeah. And my dad was approached on the following Thursday. Oh, I heard you're younger on the radio. 
<laughs> One of my dad's friends was listening to Attention, Please. What? I, I know. What the, the hell? I was going to say, if, for people that haven't listened to Attention, Please before, the best way to describe it is uh, it's... It's like democracy. One man, one vote. I'm the man, and I've got the vote. Uh, and he uh, still played a greatest showman song, which I'm ever proud of. I know that's why that's why I stopped uh, getting audiences to do that. Let's <laughs> go um, see one of the one, one show I got wrong because some, someone had sent the stuff, but it was everything was going to fall apart, mm-hmm. and I didn't edit a show song properly. Ah, but that was on me. Shit. Yeah, which we can say here, but we can't say there. Can't say there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's one of those things that you, you do. Re, you go to sort of tailor for the audience. The British show, can't ask where. It's it's not commercial. That's not the, that's not the right way of saying it. But it's got to be all yeah. ages. If yeah. I have a song of swearing, it's got to have an MTV edit. Yeah. The American show. Fuck. <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's what you said in the, in the email with the guy because it was um, Keith Chandler runs Sweet Sound Records. He's mm-hmm. a guy. Who asked us to do um, Sweet Sound Records? It's like a noise, noise label. Yeah. And uh, he was like, Oh, by the way, you can play whatever you want, including swearing. And this was in the first e- first email. And this is before I asked anything. And Eddie does little happy dance. <laughs> but the, the other thing is, he, there's, there's only one section of the show so far, which is the Zappa section. I mean, the rest of so, the so, but I play one Frank Zappa record a week. And uh-huh. I've got the Robot Overlord saying, This is the Zappa section. And this is let's face it, this is going to go on forever because of the amount of music that Frank Sam has released. And last couple of emails went, by the way, don't ever stop that because <laughs> no, it, it's just I think he likes the idea, yeah, and he gets that sort of thing. I mean, I like I've never met Keith like in the, in the flesh because basically he's in Nashville, yeah, and I'm here in the northeast of England. If if we ever meet each other, it'd be a one off ever, but it's still it was it's the way that the connectivity of a hobby. Yeah, which technically which is this is. I mean, it's a bit like um, I do my own blog. Yeah, uh, Peter on the radio with you. <laughs> you I also do reviews for you. Yeah, and, and then I sack you on. Yes, <laughs> um, I occasionally do some grammar checks for B- for, B- for your BGM stuff, which uh, is uh, which is good because Emma looks at some of the stuff I post on my blog and goes, "Do you not want me to?" Check. Check. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, okay, fair enough. Because uh, uh, Helen used to do it, but then she was like, bloody hell. <laughs> um, and I mean, I've, I've, I've got a set, I mean, I've only got the set and post ready for retrovideogamer.co.uk. I'll start calling them RGV. RGV. Um, yeah. I did a review of a book called Hey Listen by Steve McNeil. Yeah. Um, who was one of the team captains and co creator of Go 8 Bit. Right. On Dave, yeah, uh, which was an okay kind of show. It had good ba- episodes and bad. So it all depended on the guests and what games they played. Well, it's a bit. Well, you had you know, I'm a really good gamer. I'm a really passionate gamer. What game do you want to have first to do? Fruit Ninja. <laughs> really, you know, I choose something a bit. There was an episode where Ellie Gibson, who was the yeah expert, and they were playing. I think it was Aladdin on the SNES or the Mega Drive oh. and they were both teams were having a horrid time playing it Yeah, and she was like because oh, in the intro bit for that section she said oh I used to play this and, I was, and she actually went over and sat down and literally beasted the bit they were doing yeah and thought that is a my gamer. friend is a gamer well that's good that sort of brings me back in my head to you know talk about the wrestling yeah one of the things I do, that I do like about it um, which is not to do with the wrestling 
on the WWE Network, they have interviews, and they have the Stone Cold Steve Austin, no, the Did You Stand Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, and we talked. You just mentioned horrible interviewers. Yeah, there was there was a wrestler there called uh, Dean Ambrose. He's um, he's just left because uh, he, d- he didn't like the fit of it. He's now going under the name John Moxley. He was interviewed by Austin. Austin's a very talkative person. And he has quite good guests. He's had Vince there, Triple H, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, JR. That's all, like the big personalities. Now, Dean Ambrose is one of those, yeah, no. That's, he's, he's very private. It, it takes a lot of draw stuff out of him. And even yeah. Austin was struggling. And after that episode, the podcast got took off because the blade him for making Ambrose look bad. But it's like, no, that's based on the guest because there's only a certain amount of the thing that is presented yes. that you can do yeah. to get something out of a guest. So when I did, um, so Steve McNeil released this book called Hey Listen, which is a, a history of video gaming from yeah. like, the early days to 1997, where the title Hey yeah. Listen comes from, from Ben yeah. Zelda. And I did a book review. Yeah. And I thought I'd be really cheeky. And I follow Stephen Neal on Twitter. So I sent him a message saying, I've just done a review of my review book on my blog. Hope that's all right. Yeah. Which he liked, retweeted. Yeah. And so then that, the Oxford effect. And then he got a message, a direct message uh, off uh, Jamie and RVG going, would you like to do stuff for us? And I'm thinking, yeah, why yeah, not? Definitely. It's not about reward. It's, it's just fun. It's putting a bit of stuff out there that I like. Yeah. It improves my writing skills. I need all that. It, <laughs> it helps someone else with their website, which is a, a you know a, a labor of love for them. Yes, BGMs like that. Um, and you know, you think good on it. There's some cracking stuff on there that I've never knew. Yeah. On some, so yeah, it's 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 not about. But your dad might say, "Oh, when you get paid." Yeah. It's sometimes the reward is the hobby. Yes. Yeah, it's like the BGM. I mean, at the time of this. They've just offered up a phone interview with Baroness, which are American uh-huh. sort of band. Now, I'm going to see if I can... I, I, I think about doing it. I might do it. The only problem I've got with it is the fact that it's based in America. So I'm going to say, could it be a Skype interview? Yeah. Because I can't afford to do a phone interview. <laughs> no. But uh, we are coming up to the hour mark. And I think we should wrap it up by just saying that all other hobbies are available, obviously. Each hobby should be took, uh, should be took with its own light. Uh, but and he, each hobby should be enjoyed because you enjoy the hobby, yeah. not it, because... If you're doing something and it's not enjoyable, why are you doing it? Yeah. If someone tells you you should be enjoying it and you're not, don't don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, this has been uh, Then There Was Two, the Hobbies episode. My name's Eddie Carter. My name's Andrew Royston. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Then There Were Two. Safe trails until next time.